Welcome to another inspiring message from Pastor David Hall, Senior Pastor of LifePoint Church. For more information, visit our website on www.davidhall.com.au. Simplify. Let's talk about dating for a minute. Or relationships even. These are, these are seven complicated styles of dating that I would avoid. Number one, dating that doesn't have God at the centre. Number two, dating that is with a non-Christian. The Bible says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship is righteousness with lawlessness and what communion is light with darkness. Can I just remind you, church, that this is what the Bible says. Let me say it again. This is what the Bible says. And so if we, people ask me, well, should I be with that person? They try and look for every loophole and then they get mad at us because we say, well, the Bible says this. How can you ask God to bless something? The best thing you can do, if you really like someone, flirt to convert. (laughs) Don't invite them to dinner, invite them to church. See how it goes. They might get filled, baptized in the spirit, called to ministry. One Sunday, boom, hashtag married, let's do this thing. (laughs) Bring God straight in. Say, if you want want this, and for Donna, this was irresistible. (laughs) Jesus needed to be in the center of it all. Number, complicated dating. Number three, dating that skips a friendship stage. The Bible says in Romans 12, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. Some of you go, oh God. I know, I'm reading it too. In honor, giving preference to one another. In other words, don't just jump into some kind of physical arrangement. I'm not talking about sex. I'm just talking about even just getting too close too quick because then you don't have clarity in your spirit. To know, am I wired for this person? Take a little bit of time. I'm not saying be like an old school Christian where you date each other in two straitjackets with a board member from the church in the back seat keeping an eye on you. You know, for me, I don't, I'm not so legalistic, but I'm also saying once you start the motor going, man, you might not be able to put it into park and then you get yourself in trouble. Got quiet in here and now I'm sweating. I don't know what to think. Jesus, help me. Dating that isolates you from other vital relationships. You go out with someone and they pull you away from every friendship you have. Get away from that. If it's a guy, that guy's a jerk. If it's a girl, stay away. If you have to, if you have to give up everything that means something to you, family, friends. Let me tell you, that person's got major issues in their spirit. If they don't honor your friends and your family. So important because it'll just... You'll end, believe me, you'll end up, that, that's a sure sign. If you're going out with a guy that isolates you from everyone in your world, it's a sure sign you'll be in an abusive situation. Come on, someone say amen if you agree with me. Dating, number five, dating distracts a person from thinking about their future. When you go out with something and suddenly the call of God's lost, your passion for what God's called you to is lost because you've laid it on the altar of them. Number seven. Dating that mistakes physical relationship for love. Yeah. Church, can I, can I remind you, we have to be sexually pure. Yeah. Right. We've got to be pure. We live in the most dirty world. Yeah. You know, every time you single guys or girls, the stats point to things that just make me come out in a cold sweat. The minute you start hitting up pornography, you might be single and go, oh, yeah, but that'll, that'll keep me going until I'm married. Let me tell you, you'll get married totally hooked on pornography. Yeah. 
But the truth is this. The truth is this. That's, that's immorality. Or if you're sleeping with somebody that's not your wife or somebody that's not your husband, you know you are actually taking away the joy of what is given to you when you come into covenant with one another. You know, Christians, I know so many people fool around and whatever, and I'm not saying that I was perfect. I'm not saying that we are just a symbol of right and wrong. We can tell you from our journey that when you do things right and you do things in a godly manner, there's blessing on it, and when you push boundaries and you, and you go down that road, you pull away from something that God wants to give you in the right context. The, wrong, the, the right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing. But when you do things in the order that God has, he'll protect you, he'll guide you. And you know, sometimes I feel like pornography is a modern-day tree of knowledge. You start to hack into that, you get a knowledge for things, and it's a totally, it's a, it's a, it's a false knowledge. It's a lie, and so it distorts the truth. And so you go into a marriage with certain expectations that I promise you are not going to be the same, not because there's anything wrong with the person you're with, but the person you're with is pure and holy and, and, and not, not suffering at the hands of somebody else. And, and I, I don't know about you, but I believe we've got to go into this pure. And you say, well, I'm not pure right now. Do you know you can just get on your knees and say, Father, forgive me, wash me clean, get that stuff out of my my spirit. If he can put your sin into the, his sea of forgetfulness, ask him if he'll take some of your memories with you. And get, get you right and get you pure. And, but I want to say this, that, that I talk about a simple relationship. I've got a lot to say. Are you okay with this tonight? Is this a, so, so I'm blessed with Donna. Because Donna is not moody. She's not manipulative. She's not controlling. She's the most releasing person that I know. I mean, we, from the day we got married, she's released me to take the gospel all across the world. But can I tell you what I love about her? Not only is she the best wife, she releases me in my calling. I try to release her in her calling. I, let me, as far as whoever got the best end of the deal, I got the best end of the deal. Like, ridiculously. It's almost like for her, God's obviously punishing her for something I don't know about. <laughs> but I've I got a wife that's a great mum. And we've got a peaceful home. And life's fairly uncomplicated. The only thing that makes our life complicated is this church. Thanks so much. And, <laughs> but when you're serving God, there'll always be challenges. And I want to have challenges. I want to have obstacles to overcome. But when I go home, I've got a happy life. I've got a, a wonderful wife who God's blessed me with, who's way too good for me. And you know something? If your eyes are on Jesus, you'll never believe what the anointing can bring into your life. Man, how to simplify the relationships you're in. Number one, stop all manipulative behavior. Let me say it again. Listen to me, church, because I'm going to talk to some of you. We're going to correct some things, maybe. Stop manipulative behavior. And this is twofold. Number one, if you're a manipulator, stop it. This is in your friendships, in your marriage, in your dating life, whatever the case may be. If you are in a relationship and there's manipulation, whether you are committing that manipulation or being manipulated, either way, it has to stop and it has to stop now. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? Let me talk to you a little bit about what manipulation can look like. Manipulation is so many subtle things. When I first found this out, I started seeing people in my life, people in my church, people that would manipulate me. And I learned, that, you know, there were certain behaviors that I just thought, well, that's just them. No, it's manipulative behavior and it has no right to impact you. Or if you're doing some of these things, I'm not going to get you to identify yourself. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pick them and then point at people who I think, are it. no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Here's a few things that manipulators do. Here's, here's the list. They play the victim. If you're playing the victim, stop it. And if someone you're with or dating is playing, if you're dating and they're playing the victim, tell them when you stop playing the victim, let's talk about going out. 
Or if they're playing the victim, ignore it. Say, oh, yeah, your life is terrible. Yeah, fair enough. Or people play the martyr. They'll do everything, but they won't enjoy your company. They won't fellowship with you. They won't hang out with you. They don't know how to just relax. They just have to go, 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 do, 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 do. They never get time to be energized by the presence of others. I'm not saying, some people are just busy, and that's okay. Busy is not manipulating, but it's when you do those things to try and get to somebody and say, see what I do. (laughs) You have no idea what I do. When you act helpless, oh, I can't, I don't know if I can do that. You you need to help me. Come on, get a spine, man. Don't go out with these people. (laughs) People that play dumb. I had a guy who used to do that to me. I used to say, what's your problem? What do you mean? You liar. <laughs> you liar. And the good thing is Paul Vinton stopped doing that now. And, <laughs> no, now. This is a long time ago. Finally, I just said, you know something, sir? I, I reckon you need to go to another church because I can't deal with you. And you say, well, that's harsh. No, because I sort of affect the other people, manipulative behavior. And I just didn't want it to happen. Another one is people that act, that act angry. You know, Walk around being all angry. What, what is that? I'll be angry. I can't do it. I just look like an idiot. Why do people... Why be angry? Especially if you're a Christian. Why we... Well, you can't. I can't act... How can I act helpless when the Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me? How can... How can I get around like a victim when he says you're the head and not the tail, above and not beneath? I understand that circumstances might come against you, but you still need to square your shoulders and be who God's called you to be. Another people that throw temper tantrums. Another manipulative thing is someone that just says whatever they want, goes off on a tirade, and then at the end of it all, they think it's all made better by saying, I didn't mean that. They destroy your soul. I didn't mean that. Another form of manipulation is people who act suicidal. We've had people in our church at one point commit suicide, and it was devastating and it was somebody that said I'm going to commit suicide threatened no one really believed him and he did and so but at the same time some people just do that well I should just end it all act depressed tell stories or fabrications exaggerate to build up problems act as a wedge between people dividing them against one another act judgmental shame people use guilt trips cry wolf passive aggressiveness act or hurt or wounded I'm so hurt. <laughs> Act ignored or forgot. No one ever rings me. Why would they? You do this stuff. <laughs> I ain't ringing you. Act unloved or uncareful. No one loves me. No one cares for me. Act overly eager to please. Oh, what can I do? Unless they want to give money. <laughs> then I'm eager to be pleased. People that blame others for their problems. Exaggerated sincerity. Oh, you are just so amazing. Oh, you are the best person I've ever met. As a pastor, people do do that sometimes, and then like a week later, they're mad at you for something and leave the church. It does mess with your brain. (laughs) Don't manipulate and don't accept manipulative behavior. One of the key things that manipulators do, maybe if Carla can come to play the piano. (laughs) She's not coming to manipulate you. (laughs) Though the music does change the mood a little bit. (laughs) 
very it's very manipulative music, Caleb. Play like a G minor. Do a G minor. Now do like a G major. Just, a, just flat G. Just happy music. Chopsticks. Play chopsticks. Can you play chopsticks? Do you know how to play chopsticks? You don't even know how to play chopsticks. How did, how did you get in the band? You don't know how to play chopsticks. Your audition process failed. I've still got five more points. Don't manipulate, but don't be manipulated. If someone's playing games with you, when you say, how are you? What do you mean, how am I? Answering questions with questions is one of two things, manipulation or lying. Where were you the other night? Where do you think I was the other night? (laughs) Out murdering people. Oh, I was. Okay, they're manipulators and liars, evidence. (laughs) Number two. Be honest. I don't lie to her. I can't. I get this stupid look in my eye and she can tell. I can tell if my dad's lying. And he's not a liar, but I can tell if he wants to. Hey, Dad, why did you do this? What do you think I did? Where were you? Where do you think I was? That's <laughs> so obvious. <laughs> Stay pure. We covered that. Be generous in your relationship. You know the other thing, like, I have certain love languages that are just the opposite to Donna's. Like, there's certain things that I like. She doesn't, I mean, we all like a bit of love languages, but for me, I love stuff. If you buy me stuff, I love it. If I buy her stuff, it sits in a box for 12 months. I decided I wanted to buy Donna the best present she's ever had, so I bought her this, this, uh, this Chanel purse. I mean, it cost me an arm and a leg. For like six months, just sat in the bag. But if I'd taken her to dinner, she would have been way more pumped. She loves the dinners. I love the stuff. And so she tries to take me for dinner, and I try to give her stuff. She should just take herself out to dinner and let me buy myself things. (laughs) But be generous with your words. Tell them you love them. I tell Donna, Donna, I love you. You're so pretty. You're like the most fly chick in this church. You are the hottest woman in my house. You are fantastic. You're a good cook. You're an incredible mum. Great teacher. Quite good looking. You're quite pretty pregnant too with that little belly thing you got happening. (laughs) Stay low maintenance. Number five, stay low maintenance. Don't be high maintenance. Just be easy. I'll finish on that note. Marital advice from Dave Hall.